Hello everyone, this is Andre, the co-founder of Twins Tours and Travel in Jerusalem in Israel, born into a Christian Maronite family, and I'm a licensed tour guide and an ordained minister of the gospel. I have been leading numerous groups throughout the Holy Land for almost 20 years. Also, I'm an author of several books, and you can find them in Amazon. And one of the first books I wrote called One Friday in Jerusalem speaks about my life story. So join me for a journey of 10 days to understand the heart and the mind of Jesus and to understand the Bible in a deeper way with more details through the Middle Eastern perspective. Please share this podcast with your friends and families and churches and connect with me if you have any questions. This is day number 10, the last day, and the group and me are inside seated in the bus on our way driving to Ben Gurion Airport and getting ready to leave Israel. This is the hardest moment for me, especially after bonding with them for 10 days and having fun and learning together and embarking through this deep, wonderful, unforgettable journey. It is time to finish and leave. This is very hard. I will be so sad. The group can read me easily. But they are very excited to go back to their own comfort homes, back to their normal lives. They'll because by that time they are homesick and they want to have their own food and sleep on their own beds and see their own families and children and wake up on their own time and not so early like i made them wake up so early every day so i will give my own last speech in the bus i have been a tour guide for 20 years and i see how this tour have been so successful not because of me or the driver but because of everyone of you of every single person that made a decision to visit israel and mostly because of your open hearts and dedication during the 10 days when we needed to leave from one place to another all of you assembled and were ready even earlier than the time i gave you i told you you have been a very well organized group and this is not typical. Being organized is a key factor of a successful tour. It is all a teamwork. This is how it becomes successful. With the pastor, with me as a teacher, and with you as an audience, and listening and being really obedient and being really hungry for information and taking this pilgrimage very serious in your lives. Are you aware that, according to the Ministry of Tourism, 40% of the pilgrims who come for the first time to visit the land will return back again? Did you hear that? 40% will come back again. This is one of the highest countries in the world that people come back to visit more than one time. I am aware of groups and churches keep coming back 
to the land more than 10 times. Why? Because they are not travelers. They are not tourists. You are pilgrims. I was teaching you for 10 days. A lot of information, a lot of knowledge about history, archaeology, and the Bible. And you saw how I poured my heart out for all of you. Because I love it. I love what I do. And I was pouring, 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 giving, 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 information, information, information. Sometimes, yes, TMI, too much information, but it's knowledge. It's so much important. And I never asked from you any single thing. Now is the moment before we reach the airport. I like to ask from you few things to do when you arrive back safe home after having a lot of rest please share your experience of walking the land and touring israel with minimum five people you can talk to your friends you can talk to your colleagues your brothers your sisters husbands wives you can share at work you can share your experience at home or even in church or any other place you want. Share with them the locations that touched your heart. Share with them things that changed your lives. Also, tell them how safe and secure is Israel. If you want to share with more than five people, you are welcome and please do so. So I hold the microphone and I ask them loudly on the microphone. Can you promise me this request? All of them will raise their hands and I can see their eyes are tearing up and getting emotional. Mixed feelings because they are leaving the land. Then I ask them another question. How many of you have been touched deeply, deeply in their hearts on this tour? And for my surprise, almost everyone raises their hands and has been touched in a different way. And I asked them other questions. How many of you have been healed spiritually, emotionally? And sometimes I ask, how many of you have been healed even physically? A lot of them will raise their hands too. And there will be so many testimonies. I ask from them to come in the front and share. I ask like only from three people to come and share how the Lord touched their hearts. And do not be surprised. People come and share even how they've been healed physically. This makes my heart rejoicing because almost in every tour, there are real healings that takes place. And I have so many testimonies. And I tell my group, when you go back home, share these testimonies with people. Sharing is caring. And when you share your testimony, it encourages other people. And this is why I choose three people from the group to come and share.
to be the last encouragement for all the group before they go back home. And after they share their testimonies, I also ask from everyone in the group to dedicate more time in their lives to study the Bible in more depth. I know that you have been patient and listened to a lot of teachings and learned a lot. I guess you will remember most of it. But after going back home, you must read more scripture. You must spend more time opening the Torah, opening the Hebrew scripture, opening the Old Testament, the New Testament, and read from it. Because here, you have been like a sponge, absorbing all the time information and knowledge and teachings. And sometimes, it's overwhelming. But after arriving home and resting, all this amount of information will start to get out like layers and more revelations of your calling in life will be released and your walk with Christ will become much more clear and much more real. My vocation in life is to bring the reality of Scripture to people's lives because I am so blessed to know so many languages the Hebrew, the Arabic, and it's my culture, so I can teach it in a very realistic way. And I know history, combine history with archaeology to confirm the scripture. Throughout these last 10 days, I tried my best to lay a foundation for you to see Jesus through the Middle Eastern eyes, to have the mind and the heart of Jesus. And because you are leaving, I want to give you more sources to study and learn because I don't want to leave you empty. When I lay the foundation, I want to build on this foundation you already have. Why I am doing all of this? Because Jesus loves you. Only the love of God explains his mercy towards us. Let us give thanks and do honor and respect to our God. Please, keep on learning. Life is for learning and learning is for life. Be continuously filled with the Holy Spirit. Spend time reading the word of God. Hear the voice of the Father and always do what is righteousness. So, I will give the group five resources, five books. I recommend them for reading to build on what they have already learned. Because this is only the beginning of this journey. And please, please continue in your life through this journey i tell you the journey is not all easy the journey is hard but when it's more hard it's more real and when it's more real it's all about jesus so 
you have been exposed to the reality of Scripture, Jesus through the Middle Eastern eyes. So I will share with you, I recommend five books that you will read and learn about and continue on this foundation. The first book I suggest is called The Lemon Tree for Sandy Tolan. The second one is called Blood Brothers for Father Elias Shakur. The third book, Our Father Abraham for the author Marvin R. Wilson. The fourth book, Jesus Through the Middle Eastern Eyes for the writer Kenneth Bailey. This is really a good book. And these books are large, so it will take a while to finish them. And they are academic, so you can read these books once, twice, or even three times. And of course, the fifth book and the last book I recommend is called One Friday in Jerusalem. And this is my book. And all of these five books, easily, you can find them in Amazon. And actually, it's like magic. I have some people from the bus go through their iPhones and order the book. They have Prime Amazon. And guess what? When they arrive home, they will find the books waiting for them at their doorposts. It's like magic. Now, the first two books speaks about the Palestinian conflict. And from a Christian historical perspective. And the other two books talk about the Jewish perspective, about Israel. And of course, the last book, my book, is a balance between the two sides of the story. Remember, do not choose. If you choose a side, you will lose. You have to hear both sides of the story. Then, I will share with the group how to handle the airport security and what to expect because I want them to be prepared and make everyone understand what will happen. I will inform them that there will be three security checkpoints, one at the entrance of the airport and the other two inside the Ben-Gurion airport. I will inform them that the security will ask five major questions. Of course, these are the general questions. They can vary, but I will give you the most five repeated questions. Please try your best to answer sharp to the point, yes or no, because they do not want to hear your personal stories. And please, do not joke with them and try to be cool. You have to be serious without being anxious. They do not like to waste any time. They want to do their job because there are hundreds of people flying back every day and they have to be screened. Please, pay attention to the questions. Question number one. How many days did you stay in Israel? Your answer should be with confidence and very clear. Ten days, nine nights. Question number two. 
Where did you stay? You should be able to mention the names of the hotels you stayed in the Sea of Galilee, in the Dead Sea, and in Jerusalem. If you forgot the names of the hotels, it's fine. No need to worry. Just mention these three areas you stayed in. Question number three. Did anyone join the group? Your answer should be sharp with confidence. No. Question number four. Did anyone give you a gift? The same thing. Your answer should be definitely no. Question number five. Who packed your luggage? You should answer, I packed it myself. Then they will tell you, we are asking all these questions for your safety and for your security and your benefit. That's all. It's very simple and easy. And, by the way, they will be very quick. They will ask for the tour leader and pull him aside and ask him also the same five questions. And they might pull one or two randomly from the group aside and ask them these same questions. The key here, if all the group answers the same answers, the check-in will be so smoothly and so quick. They can see how coherent are all the answers. So this means that all the group is fine. So, I always repeat the same five questions in the bus with the group before we arrive to the airport to make sure that they understood it all. Now, we are arriving to the entrance of the airport and approaching the first security checkpoint. The security workers will approach us and get into the bus and ask me and the driver to show our IDs, our identification cards, and they will start to ask me questions. From where is this group? What time is the flight? Have you been with the group all the time? And of course, all my answers will be yes. I am their guide, and I was with them all the 10 days. This group is from USA and our flight is in four hours. I will give them the name and the time of the flight, and then they will have a look inside the bus. They will peek from the front, looking at each guest, and then they will give us back our IDs, and we will continue driving for another like seven minutes until we will arrive to the departure curb side of Terminal 3 inside Ben-Gurion Airport. The driver will stop the bus and we will go out of the bus to empty all the luggage compartment and everyone will have his bags with him. This will take like 10 to 15 minutes for the group to gather all the luggage and by that time, I will jump all the way back inside the bus and I will look thoroughly walking in a low pace at each seat to check if it's empty and there's nothing forgotten by the group. Because people tend to forget some things in the bus because they're anxious to leave back home. 
Also, I will look inside the top of the shelves to see if anyone has forgotten anything and at the ground floors of the bus. And this is a last minute check. And yes, most of the time I'll find things. One time I found a jacket. Another time I find water bottles or people forgot their purses. And guess what? One time I found a passport. So I learned to go and check the last minute bus. Then after I come down from the bus and everyone have his luggage ready. And if I find anything, I will ask for whom this belongs and the person will collect it. This happens most of the time. And I'll tell them, let's continue. Follow me for the last time ever in your life. And I'm going to show you the last toilet visit ever in Israel. They love my humorous spirit even to the last minute. After we enter inside Terminal 3, I will go directly and look at the big screen. Usually it's to the left side of the entrance. And see what gate is the flight. And usually all the group are on one flight. There is also always people that ask for the tax refund, which I will direct them to. And I show all of the group our specific meeting location. Also, some people want to do the last-minute arrangements to their luggage. So, I end sending the group in three different directions. One to the toilets, one to the tax refund, and one just to arrange their luggage. And I show them one meeting place. This can take between 20 to 30 minutes to assemble all of them. Of course, it depends on the size of the group and the length of the line at the tax refund. Then, I will use this time to go to the security in the airport and talk to them to get ready for the security to receive the group one time. I will give a little background about the group to the security persons. So this is behind the scenes. Nobody of the group know what I'm doing, but I'm just telling you too much information. Anyway. Then I go back to wait for everyone to gather and I will bring all of the group to the specific entrance and give them to the security. And usually, because I informed the security, they will make a special lane for the group to check in. Now the group are online and they are arriving to check in their luggage and to the security questions. Of course, I already prepared them about these questions. At this time, I'm still in the airport nearby the security guys and standing by each group member. I am on their side with them. It makes a big difference when the group see me talking to the security and standing with them all the way to the last person to check in. The security might not like it, but I do not care. I do it all the time and then after all of the group get their tickets and check their luggage in and have only their carry-on, I will take them to show them the last third security check. This one I am not allowed to go with the group because it leads to the duty-free and then to the gates to be ready to board their flights home. This is when I hug each person one by one.
and say the final goodbyes. This is when I cry. The tears of doing a great job and changing people's lives forever. The group might not see me much, but I'll be going back home crying out of joy too. The tears of joy. Because I am aware that this was an adventure, a trip of a lifetime of changing people's lives and hearts to look more and be more like Jesus. I have done my mission for them to see Jesus through the Middle Eastern eyes, to see the reality of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Then I will leave the airport and I'll take a train. I love to take a train. There is a train now all the way from the airport to Jerusalem and it's only like half an hour and the train will drop me at the center city and from the center city I just walk back home content and happy and time for me to rest because in the next week I have another group from another church and another tour to come. And I have to inform you, every tour, every group is different than the other. From my years of experience, I learned to read the group and give them the information and the foundation of what I know. But it's amazing. Every group is different and even in the teachings, it will be different. I try to be so much sensitive to the Holy Spirit and try to give them what they need. Of course, I have the foundation, I have the knowledge, but every group is different because they receive different information. It's very hard to explain this, but when you have been doing it for so many years, you can really understand the people in front of you and what are their needs and what information to share with them. And it's always fun it's always interesting and it's always never boring thank you so much for listening for this podcast god bless you if you enjoyed so much season number one please share it with more people share it with your friends your church members and with your family even and i enjoyed doing it all And also, if you have any questions, you can email me personally. You can go to the website www.twinstours.org. Again, www.twinstours.org. Twinstours.org. And from there, go to the contact and email me with any question. I promise you I'll get back to you, but give me two to three days. And I am so excited about my fourth book that will come out soon. I just finished the first draft and this will be my fourth book. It is so much details and information for 10 days, 9 nights touring the land of Israel. From the moment the tourist or the pilgrims arrive to the land of Israel till the moment he leaves. It's very similar to the podcast I have done, but it's way much information 
more personal stories and more teachings from history and archaeology about the land of Israel. Thank you so much for your patience. Thank you so much for your encouragement. Thank you so much for your emails. And stay in touch. I hope your lives has been changed forever. God bless you all.